As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Good afternoon to you, too, sir, and Happy New Year's. Happy New Year to you, man. Golly, it's uh, it's that time already. It is that like, time 2018 just, uh, just flew by. <laughs> really Golly, did. it's incredible. Well, of course, we do have coming up here uh, next week is actually our big best of 2018. Yes. Uh, as we start off the new year, we look back on the old and uh, take a look back at, at who was the best tin tobacco, who was the best tobacconist, who was, you know, what was the best tamp, if I'm not mistaken, is also on there as yeah, well. Yeah, we put all kinds of stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. So if you head over to countrysquireradio.com and click best of 2018, uh, you can get your votes in now and you've got to get them in now because the closing of the voting is coming to a close here in the insanely near future. I just looked down at my wrist, which does not have a watch on it, uh, as, as <laughs> just to emphasize the I, fact. I noticed it. I wasn't going to say anything, but um, you know, it's your own insanity, so you have to you have to deal with it. Well, join us in our insanity as we uh, celebrate the uh, the year that was 2018. Yeah, it's next be fun. week. Uh, we will be doing that, of course, live at countrysquareradio.com at noon. Can't wait to do it. And, you know, we're going to talk about this more next week, but I, I'm, I'm, you know what? I already kind of put it out on Twitter, so I'm just going to mention it here. 20, 2019, we got some fun stuff coming. We, we've got some fun stuff coming. We have got, oh, yeah, I'm going to say it. We got, we got brand new Country Squire Radio apparel. Yes, ladies Ow! and gentlemen. It's going to be a blast. It's we, about time. Dude, we got we got two new shirts, two new designs. I put them out on Twitter a couple days ago. I should have asked you first, but I just I wanted you to see what the reaction was. No, that's good. That's good. And uh, and we'll talk about more of more about that next week, but uh head over to Twitter and you can kind of see the images. Yeah, you know, the the funny thing is we've got one dedicated to uh the the Squire Scallywags kind of inspired a pirate themed Country Squire radio shirt. 
And that has been the one that everybody's like, oh my gosh, I don't even play that game, but like I'm but in. But I gotta have it. I gotta have it. It's that. really, it's it's a hot shirt. Yeah. It's we, hot. We've done we've done t-shirts before. We're taking it up a notch. Yeah, I, ag- I agree. We're kicking it up a notch. <laughs> patches, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Country Squire Radio Patches. And the patches. It's about time, right? It, it we, is. We, we had to join the uh, revolution. It's a, uh, it's, it's a, uh, it's a whole new world. And, and that's, uh, it's, you it's, can put, you can plug the hole in your jeans with our, uh, with our patch. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> so more information on that in the coming weeks, but I uh, wanted to go ahead and tee that up as we are uh, excited to ring in the new year. And of course, like I said, next week, celebrate the year that was 2018. But with the new year, man, it is a time for resolutions. And what better way to celebrate New Year's resolutions than take a look at a pipe pastime for many going decorate decades and generations past, but finding kind of a new resurgent. Of course, I'm talking about lunting. Now, lunting is a subject that has come up a couple of times. You know, uh, it's something that we have talked lightly about. It's one of those things whenever you say the word, it raises an eyebrow. And I'm like, what is that word? You almost constantly have to remind me <laughs> because it's such a kind of a, seems like such a bizarre term. And, you know, what? it's one of these things that it's 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 something that requires nay demands a subject matter expert come on and actually share with us the world of lunting. And that's exactly what we have. Uh, joining us on the show here in just a moment, I had a chance to talk with Scott Beidler of the uh, Lunting Society, the yeah. International Lunt Pipe Smoking, or rather Lunting Society, uh, to educate us on what is lunting. Uh, and so I think I think you're going to really enjoy it. I'm excited. And man, you know what? Before we actually jump to Scott, I got to make mention of this as well, because this episode probably would not have happened if not for uh, listener Jim Nelson, who is such a big fan of lunting. He actually sent like a laundry list of reasons why lunting must be a topic on Country Squire well, Radio. It, its own episode. Yeah. Absolutely. I actually, I got a chance to even talk with him a little bit and, and kind of discuss it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, we need to do a deep dive here. And so, you it know. It happened at the perfect time. Absolutely. Yep. So uh, thank you again to Jim Nelson for suggesting this and really campaigning for this episode. And man, let's kick it to uh, to me and Scott and talk about lunting. Joining us on the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, Scott. Oh, I almost want to intentionally butcher your last name. <laughs> Scott Beidler. That is correct. It's an honor to be here. Thank you, Bo. <laughs> hey, Scott. Uh, of course, Scott is a, uh, a founding member of the, uh, the Lunting Society. Now, lunting, what an interesting term. <laughs> but first, before we dive into that, let's dive into Scott a little bit. So, so where are you based out of, Scott? I'm actually right outside of Greenville, South Carolina. All right, and that, Lyman. have you been there? Uh, you uh, lifer there, or, or um, how long you been there? I've uh, been about. Let's see. We lived in Charleston, South Carolina. I've been in South Carolina for about 25 years. Oh, right on. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And how did you get in, into uh, pie smoking? Oh boy, let's see. Just like almost everybody, my grandfather smoked, and uh, we came across his pipes as we were kids, and uh, would play with them, like pretend we were Popeye or something, um, and always loved the smell. And then in college, my wife actually got me a uh, a pipe from, believe it or not, LL Bean. So I got some <laughs> Christmas right? tobacco. Yep, and a pipe, and they no longer sell them, but they had them then. And that was circa what year? Uh, that was uh, mid '80s, 19. I was in college, so '85. Gotcha. So you've been you've been at this for some time. Yeah, uh, did it for a while, then kind of uh, got into cigars for a period, uh, and then probably the '90s, and then back into pipe, late '90s, and been in pipe ever since. Gotcha. Well, good stuff. Um, you know, so I'm kind of curious. So, what was that that beginning pipe smoking experience like? You know, one of the things that we hear we hear some some great stories of people kind of starting that journey, and we hear some horror stories of people starting that journey. Obviously, your uh, your gift was coming from a very loving place, but uh, how did you figure out the mechanics? How did you how did you really get started? Well, 
when I started, there was no internet. So I didn't have the advantage of going on YouTube and watching other people pack a pipe or, and I didn't have a uh, pipe store nearby. So it was, you know, light it up, burn the heck out of my tongue. <laughs> um, and as many people have shared before previously, uh, it smelled so much better than it actually was. Uh, cause I was starting with aromatics and it was, um, not the best experience, but I really wanted to do it. So I stuck with it. That's good. You know, I almost like the idea of that, that era of being kind of, you know, where, where there wasn't, you know, in many, you know, in many respects, it's kind of the dark ages of pipe smoking, right? Because it was not as in vogue. And so you didn't have the, the pipe shops as readily available, but you also didn't have the information age of, of the internet as kind of the support system. So I almost kind of envision like like these Yodas out there, uh, you know, smoking their pipe, waiting for all of these uh, new up and coming pipe smokers to like find them in the wilderness and learn the uh, yeah. the ancient ways, so to speak. Yeah, it was it was a little bit that way because, like I said, there wasn't a store, there wasn't an immediate circle of friends or anyone you could ask questions from. And when you did go in the store, they were all already switching to cigars and um there wasn't that many people that were willing to talk to you. If you said pipe, they basically pointed to the counter where there was some limited supply and you were on your own. Well, let me ask you this. Um, you know, so, so when are, are in, in your area now, is there a, a pretty strong local pipe, pipe shop or cigar shop or, or where is the community at the moment? Yeah, actually South Carolina being kind of the tobacco belt, uh, I'm pretty fortunate. Uh, we have a great store where that also sponsors our local pipe club called Boda pipes and cigars, and they're pretty uh, pipe heavy um, and very supportive. And then we have a couple, I have another one even closer to my house called Cameroons, and, and they have a nice lounge. And although they're a little more cigar heavy, they're very pipe friendly as well. So yeah, I'm fortunate that way. When I hear other people on your show and elsewhere on forums complaining that there's nothing close and your, your club is really the only club they have, uh, I feel for him, but yeah, no, I'm pretty fortunate that way. That's good, man. Yeah, we we we're, we're big supporters of people getting involved. Like you know, we're we're honored to have our uh, Country Square Radio International Pipe Club, but but we also we don't see ourselves as a replacement by any stretch of the imagination. We we want people to get connected locally because that's where a lot of those skills and a lot of that community comes from, and that's something that you've really tapped into. Um, so so let let's talk lunting. Uh, sure. All right, what what a what an interesting word. Uh, where does I think when John David first mentioned that word to me, at, let's be honest, the first like three or four times he mentioned that word to me, I did a double take, thought that we had like you know transported into a Dr. Seuss book or something like that. I was like, what what is lunting? Uh, where does this word come from? Yeah, so uh, it's funny because I came across it um, kind of backhanded. I was in a small group of guys and they were pretty eclectic, uh, you know, pipe smokers. Uh, they're they're an eclectic group to begin with, and um, we were we were talking, and and somebody shared a term from I think it was from a, a Robert Burns poem, and it was lunting, and it was it was archaic, and he was saying you know it meant uh, smoking a pipe and walking around. I said what a great term, and I looked up, couldn't find it at first, and had to do a deep dive and go further into the internet, and I did finally find uh, there's a an old Scottish encyclopedia from 1824 that had a term in it, um, and that's where I actually got the term and quoted it on the, on the webpage, uh, and then also I found another dictionary, an old English dialect dictionary from 1900s that also mentioned it, but both of them say it's archaic and out of use, and it's obviously, it's not even in Webster's, it's, it's not being used. That's interesting. So, so give us the, the modern definition of lunting. 
Yeah, well, straight straight from that. Um, well, the the modern definition I would say is basically the act of walking while smoking a pipe. That's that's the modern use that I use and translated it to. But it's it's the archaic term is really it's the uh, fire trail that follows a person walking. That's the way it was used back Ooh. in the fifteen sixteen hundreds when it was first used, uh, and in most of the literature back in the eighteen hundreds where it's quoted. That's that's the use they have. It's that trail of smoke that follows a person walking. That's not just like a just like a dog following. Uh, Correct. <laughs> what kind Did of you dog? What kind of dog do you have? I actually have two. They're uh, Australian um, blue heeler and a uh, border collie, kind of like Babe. And unfortunately, someone must be at the door. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right, man. The pod pets are are a, are a natural occurrence in this line of work, so it's yeah. all good. Well, all right. So, so this is great. The, the, the path of fire that follows some, what a, what an amazing, uh, like, like th- there's something very like mystical about that. Almost, uh, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, almost shamanistic in, in, in kind of that, the visualization that kind of comes along there. Yeah. It brought to mind for me, almost contemplative, you know, you, you're just walking along, leaving this trail of aromatic smell and smoke in the air behind mm. you. That's what's left behind. And, uh, you know, a lot of the references in the story, that's exactly what it was. Somebody is walking along, thinking on life or whatever their situation while plumes of smoke fall behind them. And I don't know, it's a, it's a very almost romantic kind of imagery, Absolutely. you know? And so obviously it captured your imagination. Uh, and, and I guess, you know, what, what was the steps from kind of discovering this, this, uh, this word, this definition, this practice and building an entire community around it? Well, I had a group of friends, and we would go twice a year uh, camping, hiking, and fly fishing in the mountains here of North Carolina. And we always brought our pipes and uh, would walk along the trails. We're going to wherever we're going to drop our lines in. And then we'd be, you know, fishing and smoking our pipes and uh, dropped a couple into the river. That kind of stunk. So now I'm pretty much a fan, a big time fan, <laughs> of, of some corn cob pipe to bring with me when I go fishing. Um, and uh, so, and then we would always end up at the campfire. My wife's like, I bet you there's a group of guys that do that. You ought to start seeing if there isn't people that would want to form a club. That's kind of how it started. Yeah. And she kept pushing me into it. And finally, uh, yeah, I just uh, started uh, asking at my local pipe club and a few guys would join us. And, and it turned out there was a lot of interest in it. Um, and probably the funniest thing, Bo, and this is what's happened. Uh, it, when I started when we put it out there, the first comments I would get from everybody is, you know, I've been hiking and smoking my pipe. I never knew it was a thing. I didn't know there was other people doing it. I, I, I can't tell you how many people have said that. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's really what I find also very fascinating about this is that it's such a, it's such a, a very specific thing. And it's not necessarily, you would think of something that is a thing. Does, does that make sense? <laughs> like, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I've been a member all my life and didn't know I was a member. That's, exactly. That's <laughs> but you know, the, the great, the great you know thing about it is that in the modern era, lunting is a thing to an extent because not very many people are out and about, you know, they're not necessarily smoking a pipe on their walk to work. They're not necessarily, uh, I mean, we, we, we live in such kind of self-contained lives and such kind of boxed in lives. People don't know their neighbors own names. I mean, like, you know, we almost kind of spend so much of our time indoors with the office and otherwise. And we also live in a day and age where a lot of smoking is now done outdoors, but it's not necessarily done outdoors in community as much as it used to be. 
And so I'm kind of curious, um, you know, what was, you, you mentioned you kind of talked to some, some local folks and to see if, uh, you know, there was any interest here. I mean, was, was there excitement about this? Was it kind of like, oh, I'll, I'll try it. Or, or was it really just, oh, I'm doing that anyway. So let's, let's just, let's just do it together. I think it was a little bit of all of those. And, you know, one of the things that really motivated me to give this a, a shot and to really uh, reach out was, you know, Brian Levine was always saying on his podcast, uh, hey, all you pipe smokers, you got to get outdoors and let people see your pipe. You got to let them know, you know, that there's pipe smoking. Do it outside and make it visible. And, uh, you know, I was doing it on my own. I would take my dogs for a walk. That was frequently where I did it outside is, is hikes with my dogs. Uh, and, um and when we started, people just flocked to it. They're like, you know, I do this by myself. I didn't know there were others. Um, and that was truthfully one of the main things I wanted to accomplish was I was hoping to get a forum where people could put their favorite places to um, to lunt and, and post them and others could join them if they happened to be nearby or coming through to visit. Um, I travel a lot for work and I'm always looking for other pipe smokers where I go. And, and it's one of the ways that I get to connect with them. Now, are y'all mostly doing walking trails or is this kind of more, you know, urban walking? Like where, where, where is kind of the preferred, uh, preferred method, preferred place? Um, I, from the post that people put on our Instagram feed, it's all of the above. Um, I've seen guys posting and, you know, walking downtown Paris, uh, somewhere in Moscow. I mean, it's they're they're urban. Uh, wherever they happen to be living, but I would say probably the majority uh, it's it's in the woods. It's a hiking trail, or you know, a little bit uh, more remote than the urban setting. But it is happening in the urban setting too. You Unfortunately, know, yeah. with the current smoking climate, um, you know, like I, I went to Boston and visited a great tobacco shop, but you can't smoke in the shop, and you can't smoke anywhere near the buildings. It's like a hundred feet away. It was hard to find a place where I could walk and smoke. Oh wow. Uh, that, I, that's, I didn't know that you couldn't smoke in a smoke shop in, in Boston. That's crazy. Yeah. California is the same way. I mean, Washington's the same way. A lot huh. of the shops, you can't do it inside. Washington state. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Wow. Uh, okay. So, so I'm, you know, for me, you know, that now, as you start kind of sharing some of those stories, I mean, the imagery comes to mind of, of literally somebody in front of, you know, this, the, uh, um, gosh, the big thing in Paris. Why am I blanking on this? The Eiffel Tower. Thank you. Yes, the Eiffel Tower. Uh, <laughs> Got to get flack for that. Yep. But I could see somebody taking like a selfie with the Eiffel Tower with pipe in hand, you know, hashtag lunting or something of that nature. Like there, there is a, it almost in the modern selfie era uh, and, and kind of the way that, that you know, the uh, Instagram especially has been such a platform for kind of pipe smoke. Because I can see it kind of growing uh, pretty significantly in, in that in that realm. I, I think that was a something I didn't expect in that. You're absolutely right. That that is the majority. The Instagram feed is just it's just full of that. There'll there'll be some national monument. They'll take a picture. A lot of people will go and hike really high mountains and take pictures at the very top of the mountain by some sort of, you know, uh, either a monument or some sort of well-known fixture that they can say, hey, I was there and I smoked my pipe there. I almost feel like there needs to be, and, and I could be way off on this, but to me, it seems like there needs to be a, almost like a, a an experience level achieved before one should begin lunting. For me, I, I, I love the imagery and, and of course, have enjoyed my pipe several times outside after hiking, but not necessarily during hiking because yeah. it, it can be such a, you know, well, I mean, it is, it's an involved process, packing your pipe, keeping it lit, you know, tending the flame, fathering the flame, if you will. 
Uh, you know, these these are all aspects of what you're doing. It's it's an art form in and of itself. And so to be able to do that to a certain extent while you're actively mobile <laughs> seems like it would be a, a challenge, especially for a new smoker. I think you guys hit on it when you did your beach episode. It's it is something you have to kind of think through because if you do it all while you're walking, it, it's just it's it's very difficult, even experience. Uh, I don't know about saying it's an art form, but certainly you have to think through. Uh, and typically, what I do is, you know, I pack, I get all ready, and I will actually either start my hike, stop, and then light my pipe, or light it prior to the start of the hike. It just depends on where I'm at. Um, but once once it's lit, once your pipe's going, uh, walking with it, it's it's really second nature. Um, the things I just am careful with is when you don't, well, you certainly in this day and age don't want to start a fire, um, you know, yeah. uh, but it, it's really not too tricky once you're going, it's not as hard as a beach. Uh, and I do avoid really windy days. It just, it's just difficult outside with wind anyway. Um, whether you're hiking or standing still. That's good. So, you know, um, have you noticed, I mean, you know, obviously with the uh, kind of the social media aspect, you've been able to see people uh, across the world who are lunting, but but for y'all's local group, what is what does that consist of? How regularly do y'all meet? Uh, and is it something that is strictly local or, or can people start chapters in their own local area? Well, actually, that's been the next thing I'm looking at. Uh, we've been approached by quite a few people that would like to start local chapters. And when I originally started this, I, I hadn't thought that kind of thing through. And so now that is one of the goals for uh, 2019 is what does that look like setting up local chapters? Um, I'd love to see that happen uh, and let it grow organically that way. Um, I've had some people approach me with really terrific ideas how they want to do that um, and making really taking off the uh, the society piece and making it truly a community where people can um, come together and and enjoy it in a group instead of alone. And and do y'all do like are people able to sign up to a newsletter or or what is kind of that interaction like right now? Uh, yeah, currently it, it is all being done through they can sign up on the the website and we post there's a map there lunters of the world and you can see where other lunters are and uh, then they can we can connect them if they're in a local area and they say hey I see four other guys are in my same town. Um, I will uh, contact them uh, privately because I don't share their their contact information without their permission and then let them uh, connect with each other. And that's happened quite a bit. Now, now, do y'all do events? You know, I know that, um, you know, there's been some kind of discussion about some some upcoming events, that sort of thing. But but have y'all in this last past year done done any kind of big events? We have done small local events here because it's easy to manage. We are looking to do a kind of pipe pilgrimage event next year early uh, in the first quarter of the year. Uh, and that's under works right now. I can't really release more information till we confirm, but once we do, it'll be pretty exciting, I think. There'll be a lot of people behind it. And one of the things, believe it or not, it is a, uh, we did set it up as a uh, nonprofit. And so last year, uh, the money that was raised through selling things like t-shirts and, and patches uh, was donated to the ALS Foundation. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was one of the members said, hey, you know, I've got uh, my father or a relative. I, I don't remember the relative had ALS. And so we donated at the end of the year to that. And next year it's going to be to the Alzheimer's Foundation. So mm. that's our goal. Uh, so we're going to do an event. And hopefully with if we do get the chapters going, we can have more events that way. That's good, man. Look, it sounds like y'all are doing some some great work, uh, you know, not just 
you know, uh, putting forth this this capital and 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 kind of helping raise funds for for some great organizations and great causes, but also just even in the simplest practice of getting people out there, getting a little bit of exercise in while you're also enjoying your pipe. You know, we're we're here at the new year, uh, at the at the end of a year, at the beginning of a new year. People have their uh, their New Year's resolutions ahead of them, and and you know, I think it's safe to say that for a good majority of us, it's going to involve getting some additional exercise. And since yeah. all of us enjoyed uh, our pipe, why not? Uh, if if it if it helps you kind of get out there a little bit more, why not smoke your pipe while you're while you're going for a walk, or why not uh, treat yourself to your pipe, if you will, while you're kind of going for yeah. a hike or a walk, be it in the city, uh, in the woods. Or whatever you have available to you. I know here in um, in Jackson, Mississippi, you know John David and I, we live in a, uh, a the same same neighborhood, and it's an old neighborhood, and uh, it's beautiful. Got all these old houses and a lot of old trees, and and it's it's a nice nice place to kind of go around, especially with the dog and uh, and lunt, if you will. So it, it, I, yes. I'm thinking, man, this 2019 could be the year of the lunting, of the lunting that, year, <laughs> the year of the lunt. I like that. That's good. Maybe that be a shirt, right? I, hey, I like it. Well, Scott, thanks so much for coming on and uh, educating folks. How, how can people follow you specifically? Sure. Uh, they can uh, actually go to the website, which is simply just lunting.org, and they can sign up there. We have different levels that they can do it, and there's a, a free level called an explorer level. We have a lunter level, and then we also have a trailblazer level. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, we're just simply at the Lunting Society. I'm sorry, at Lunting Society. No, the. Um, and I would also put out there uh, to all your listeners, we have lunters on every single continent but Antarctica. So if anyone <laughs> out there knows somebody on Antarctica, let us know. That way we can get everybody, every continent covered. That sounds great, man. And hey, of course, a great thing people can do while they're lunting is listen to Country Squire Radio. Out of curiosity, I know you've been with us for some time. When, when did you first find the podcast? Uh, it was in your, uh, at the very end of your first year, I found it. Uh, Brian Levine, uh, we were talking one day and he recommended it. And that's how I found you guys. Now, Brian, who now? Brian. Uh, yeah, that's that, that guy. That, that guy. guy. Oh, no, man. We we had a blast with Brian last week on our Christmas episode. And, uh, man, we, we, we love him. We uh, we love all y'all that tuning in, man. And, man, thank you so much for for uh, for joining us on this, the the quintessential, the, the penultimate. No, I mean, I guess it's the ultimate, the, the final episode of 20, 2018. Well, it's certainly an honor. And you guys are really a, a true uh Blessing to the whole culture and community of pipe smoking. Uh, as you know from the feedback you get, it, it just brings everybody together once a week, and, and it makes us all feel like we're part of something much bigger. So hey, it's man. great. We, we appreciate you guys. I appreciate y'all as well. All right. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you, and Merry Christmas. Man, isn't Scott a great guy? Yeah, gosh, I just love him to pieces. He's, uh, of course, such a good friend of the show, but um, also a pillar in the pipe community in his own right. And and Lunting is such a uh, important part of so many folks, you know, pipe ritual. Um, and Scott has really uh, just put together a nice community that oh, supports yeah. it and uh, promotes it and provides for it. And we're man, we are so thankful for him. Excited to see what uh, things are coming for the Lunting Society in the years to come, as, as as I'm excited to see a lot of things in the year to come. Yeah. Like the good quality pipes that come out of Missouri Meerschaum. No, that's right. Of course, if you want a perfect Lunting pipe, uh, a Missouri Meerschaum pipe is the pipe for you. Uh, they're lightweight, incredibly durable, but uh, inexpensive. So if you're Lunting and happen to fall into that uh, giant <laughs> giant hole or, uh, you know, off the cliff with the, with the Wiley Coyote, you know, you, you won't have to worry about your pipe quite as much. But chances are, because it's a Missouri Meerschaum, it's going to uh, make it to the very end and so uh, excellent quality pipes um, uh, so many of them have generous size bowls even for their weight and so you'll be able to put a nice uh, big 
powder, uh, you know, patch of tobacco in that bowl uh, to really enjoy a nice long stroll. And uh, you can find all their great pipes at corncobpipe.com, uh, the home of Missouri Meerschaum uh, and online, and uh, just a lot of lot of great pieces there to look at. And you know what? Let's kick it up a notch. Uh, you know, this week, why don't you go out, enjoy some lunting on your own, be it your neighborhood, your local hiking trails, or even just downtown. Go, uh, go take a picture of yourself using your Missouri Meerschaum pipe, smoking that, use the hashtag lunting, and tweet that directly into us. It's a great way to let the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. All right, man, we got a great pipe question of the week coming in from Brian D. Uh, he says, I smoke my pipe too fast. I've tried to get better at this, but I just don't. As a result, my bowl becomes a burning hot brand in my hand <laughs> that is only tolerable in the coldest days of winter. And even then, it's fairly unmanageable. Is there such a thing as a pipe sleeve or koozie for those of us that heat up our pipe too much? Or more likely, what pipes are better for handling in the heat of the bowl? Uh, thanks in <laughs> advance. Uh, love the show. Again, that is from Brian D. Do we need a pipe koozie? Is is that a thing we need to develop? You know, I, I don't think uh, we the... talk about t-shirts and and patches. Do, is it time for the pipe koozie? Look, we're we're pipe smokers. We like pipe accessories, right? <laughs> like this this should be a thing. Maybe, Whether we right? have to have them or not, we we need them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you know, we, there there's nothing like that that I've heard of. That you know, interestingly enough, um, in the past there have been. Uh, like leather wrapped pipes, you know, that you'll find That's occasionally. Right, yeah. But, um, you know, generally, I'll be honest, Brian, it, it's one of those things if your pipe is getting that hot, either one, it's a really crummy piece of briar. <laughs> and so that pipe just might need to be retired uh, or put on the shelf as decoration or something. Um, but, you know, two, and typically this is the case, uh, you're just smoking it a little too fast. Um, and, and that tends to be the, the issue most off uh, when that happens. So, um, you know, if you if, if the pipe is too hot for your tongue or too hot for your hand, uh, it's time to slow your cadence down uh, as you're puffing. And so you'll take, uh, you know, your tobacco, you're going to puff uh, fast to get it lit. But once you get a nice, good rolling smoke, it's time to slow that, that cadence down, sm- slow your rhythm down. Uh, again, it's that dance we talk about, puff- puffing it quickly enough to keep it lit but slowly enough to where you're not burning your tongue or uh, making the pipe heat up too much. So um, if that still doesn't help enough, um, you know, a lot of folks that, uh, you know, are trying to escape the hand discomfort uh, will get a very large bowl pipe. So a lot something that, uh, you know, the, the chamber itself doesn't have to be large, but the the meat, if you will, on the sides of the cheeks of the pipe itself, that, you know, really nice thick uh, briar walls there that might be of help to you um, but again I think uh, the key here is going to be for the most part just slowing your your rhythm down uh, and that'll help so you know when you do that too one thing that you'll start to appreciate yeah you won't get the real thick plumes of smoke that you know folks uh, you know crave and and chase after but what you will get is a is a smoke that is going to be more flavorful. Instead of just experiencing the heat, at, when it burns at the cooler temperature, you'll start to get more flavor. And I, I think you'll be rewarded by um, by that. So uh, so try that out. It's a great question, Brian D. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week to send to us, please do so. Show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Again, that's show at CountrySquireRadio.com. Quick, Quick Fire with, with the, the Squire. squire. Quick fire questions! Ow! All right, man. Quick fire questions here from Jason Naff. Jason's been with us for quite some time. You oh, ready? yeah, man. You ready for this one? Yep. Whiskey with a pipe or wine with a pipe? 
Yeah, you know, typically whiskey, but I, I honestly, on average, I probably drink more wine than I do whiskey. Is that true? Yeah, it's kind of over the past two years, it's really kind of become a become a, a thing. Yeah, I drink probably more uh, more wine, but when I when I'm smoking a pipe, I prefer uh, I prefer the brown water. Okay, all right, all right. So so you're saying you sm- you drink more wine than whiskey, but when it comes to the pipe, you're still more whiskey than than wine. Yes, correct. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. I thought I thought, man, I misinterpreted that. No, yeah, okay. no, you you got it right in the end. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so uh, next up, infused cigars or all natural? Uh, all natural. I I, I like uh, just the cigar that has the flavor of uh, just a really nice uh, solid tobacco, whether it be a you know a, a Sumatra wrapper or a, a Corojo or a, a real rich Maduro, something like that. Um, I just want to taste the leaf. <laughs> That's good. Um, what I, I hate to ask. Yeah, it's a in, in, infused. You know, we're thinking a sweet cigar, something that's got. So it's like flavored. Um, yeah, it's a fla- it's a flavored cigar. Yeah. Is it is it a similar process as um like casing pipe yeah, tobacco? No, that's right. So why would you why wouldn't you say cased? Is infused for cigars, but cased for pipe tobacco? But it's the same process. Or? I don't think it's the same. Uh, some companies actually use um uh, weird like the Drew Estate stuff. I don't know exactly how they do it, but there's uh so many other cigars actually has like an incense. Uh, in infusion to it, it's almost like you're, um, you know, walking around inside the Whole Foods or something. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Well, so I really like. <laughs> I don't want to be judged here, but like I, no, I really do kind of like sweet cigar. Smoke a sweet cigar, dude. There's a there's there's a cognac cigar that you can get from the um tobacco shop down in uh down in New Orleans, down in the French Quarter, and it is amazing. They've they've got a lot of great cigars there, uh, the cigar factory rather uh, that's down there. We actually we did a, t- a shop talk with them yeah. eon eons ago. Yeah, good good guys down there. Great folks, great quality cigars, and they they do have one that is uh, their cognac that typically is my go to. Like I always go there and I look at like the higher end stuff or, um, you know, they do have one called the Big Easy, which is kind of like the you know the light and the dark wrapped together, which is always good. And, and I always pick that one up. But then I also like pick up two or three of the cognacs, and I generally smoke those first. <laughs> I like them, man. That's good. Uh, crumble cake or flake? Flake. Yeah, I, I, flake. I love a flake tobacco. Dog on it. Gonna flake out with you right there. Yep. Uh, pipe bag or pockets? Pipe bag or pockets? A uh, pipe bag, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, I would if I'm gonna tote my, yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna tote my pipe stuff around, do I want it in my pipe carrying case or do I want it just on my person? I, well, I got, I need my little case. Yeah. That's right. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with you as well. I, you know, I've got kind of the, I'm, I'm assuming like pockets means like the sock type situation. I think he was talking about his actual pockets. Oh, you mean just like straight up put it in your pocket? Yeah. Do you want? Yeah, just put your pipe in your in your pocket. No, I, the only the only time that I do that is with fly fishing, and it's the pocket. Of, I have a a specific pocket on my vest that is dedicated for my pipe, and and like it's like it's layered. Oh so, no, that's right. You've told me about that. Yeah, <laughs> I think I even mentioned this last uh, last time I went fishing, but the uh, uh, or fly fishing rather, I made the mistake of of getting down too deep into the water and that um that pocket is my lowest or has been my lowest pocket on my vest and so i ended up saturating both my tobacco and my pipe in lake water and uh, <laughs> and made it completely useless for the entire trip and uh yeah so that was that was a huge mistake so i actually need to reallocate for the next stuff <laughs> probably so trip. yeah that sounds right but uh beyond that no pipe back all the way uh, and there you go. Quick fire questions uh, from Jason. Yes, we're good. Jason, man, dear, dear friend. Gosh, I, uh, I've probably gotten to know Jason, um, I don't know, really well over the past three years. Really, really enjoyed getting to know him. Absolutely. And hey, if you got a quick fire question for us, be sure to send that in show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts? 
your comments. Listener feedback. All right, man, listener feedback. The final listener feedback of 2018, which is kind of weird because we're recording this in 2018, but I think it actually goes out on like the first day of the new year. I know, right? Yeah. It's all messed up. All right. Listener feedback this week uh, coming in from Mike McBee. This is an iTunes review he wrote for us. It says, great podcast. I enjoy this podcast every week. The Squire Select episodes are by far my favorite, and I am patiently waiting on that barbecue episode. Well, Mike, you and me both, brother. That makes Two of y'all. Because <laughs> come oh, on. Oh, this one, man. Okay, I'm so excited for this review. This this is by far my favorite. Please proceed. All right, from a tr- Trout Whisperer on um on iTunes, he says, uh, please bear with me. The spill chicken on my confuser is broken. The spell check <laughs> on his computer is broken. Uh, the old spill chicken on my confuser is broken. Here it comes. I recently discovered the Country Shire Radiation Podcast, and I'm catching up on all the old epiphanies. Uh, Joe and Ron Davis are <laughs> are easygoing, and there is a natural chemical between them. <laughs> there sure is. It is obvious that they are closed friends. <laughs> Anyone interested in pie smacking will... Enjoying hearing, I can't get through this. Is anyone in, interested in pie smacking will enjoy hearing them discuss pie ship, <laughs> beverage earnings, uh, pie smacking culture, and the like. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I hope one day to visit the country, the county shire ship in Jack Squat, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> it, you know, it, it that, that is that's like good. Jack Squat, Mississippi. There's yeah, a lot, a lot of truth in this um, review. So, so I can talk with the staff while sampling their blends, such as Angry Cornish Hen, <laughs> Chimpanzee, <laughs> and Seasickness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for producing a quality shoe. <laughs> And I wish you both all the bust. Wow. <laughs> I wish us all the bust, too. Man, so do I. <laughs> Man, like, I love, my favorite by far in all of this amazingness. And I mean, I laughed throughout. Oh the first time I saw gosh. it, I literally fell out. But the the County Shire, I, you know, honestly, if the Country Squire had to rebrand, the County Shire, the County Shire is not bad. <laughs> no, that's it's it's not bad. I, I, I just really appreciate though these new blend names that yes, yes. Uh, that will debut at some point in our future. <laughs> Angry Cornish Hen, yes, uh, Chimpanzee, which I don't know what. I guess that's like Cherokee. Cherokee, or I would imagine. And yeah. then seasickness. Was seersucker? I would imagine. <laughs> Maybe so. Dude, this needs to be an April Fool's. Like th- there needs to be April Fool's. Blends. Angry Cornish Hen, a Chimpanzee, and seasickness, uh, all from. Your your favorite pie shop in Jack Squat, Jack Mississippi. Jack Squat, Mississippi. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was good. That, yeah. Go, if, if you're on iTunes, go check that review out. It was, uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. The Trout Whisper definitely won iTunes reviews, like all iTunes reviews for the history of thereof. That <laughs> was incredible. <laughs> Wait, normally I'd just say at that point, you know, nobody needs to send any more reviews and we've reached the pinnacle. But we do want your But review. we do need those reviews. <laughs> so head over to iTunes and write us a review. It's a great way to help out the show. Uh, we love that feedback and it really does kind of fuel us up and as we go into the next year man we need that fuel so head over there and do it please also you can tune into the show we'll be back next week live at countrysquireradio.com at noon uh you can tune in there again that's countrysquireradio.com you can keep up with us throughout the week you can follow me i'm at the real bow york i'm at john david cole or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire and of course the squire the country squire radio podcast handle is at squire radio but again all that information and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com where Last plug, this is the last chance to get it in. Head over there and uh, get your votes in. If you want to make sure your voice is heard for the best of 2018, this is your last chance to do it. 
So head over there. It's gonna be a fun, fun show next week, man. I, I almost feel like we should wear like tuxedos and you know that that whole deal. Let, let's not yeah, do that. Do you like the MC kind of thing? Did you keep your tux from your from your wedding? Yeah, you did. Well, not no, not that one. I oh. have a tux. Wait, but wait, I, not that wedding. Wait, hang on. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, boy, I'm gonna get, be in bad Woo! trouble now. No, I, I have a tuxedo. I did not keep the one specifically from my wedding, but yeah. I do have a tuxedo. Okay, all right, all right. I, maybe if I can find like a tuxedo cutoff, you know, one of those things. Yeah, a tuxedo shirt. We should get tuxedo shirts. Yeah, no, oh that'd, my be gosh. that'd be good. That might be. That fun. might be a thing. It'll be fun. 2018, uh, best of 2018 <laughs> next week. Uh, until then, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. Let's go have a year and that too. <laughs> been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.